Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. Today's topic is dreams or dreaming. And there's two categories. There's the ones that we have when we're asleep and the ones that we have when we're awake. And I don't really see them as different in some ways, though it's good to actually talk about them in separate ways to understand about each of those. So I do a process called dream coaching. And I actually don't use that term so much because a lot of people react thinking it's about interpreting the dreams that we have at night. That's another skill I do have, but I'm going to focus first on the dream coaching part. And that part is about what is the dream that we want for our life? Without dreams, life is kind of stagnant and boring. Whether it's the dream of the next vacation, that bigger dream of your business, of what it looks like in the future, this is all part of dreaming of imagining what we want and helping to bring that into our reality. It's that part of our mind that is unencumbered by all those things that we feel restricted by. We can use our imagination and just let it fly and see what is the dream that I want for my life. So with the process, we start with things like setting intentions, living with integrity, your life's purpose, learning to access your dreamer, dealing with the doubter. The doubter comes up and most people dismiss it. And the doubter has really great information for us. So really having a look at what is that that we're being told. Believing in ourselves. So often we have these dreams. Think about when you're younger where we can be very idealistic, we're setting out into the world, into maybe our first job or into university. And we don't really think about those restrictions. Even as children, we have these big dreams. If you ask a child who, who and what they're going to be, they'll give you beautiful stories and there's no restrictions to their imagination and what that might be. So we really have to believe in ourselves and our dream. And then we need to have personal practices that help us step towards what we do want and create the projects, building your dream team, the people that you need both short-term and long-term, and then living your life, having your dream come true. And it always starts with the intent before the content. So we need to have that vision in our mind, in our awareness, before we can step into the specifics. I just finished Oracle Palooza with Colette Baron-Reed this weekend, and she talked about the seven energy centers. And we started with that higher level with our connection to source, spirit, love principles of the universe, God, whatever you want to call it because this is where we're connected to all of the information in all of the universe. And then gradually down through the seven, right into the first, which is all about grounding and being present in the world so we can actually accomplish what we want. 
so that's a bit about dreaming for our life. So the more that we can remember it, some people talk about your why for your life, for your business. I like to talk about your dream so that there's often that juice, just like with your why. So that really helps you. For example, if you do vision boarding, if you do journaling, if you do different things like this, this is part of what we can imagine and step into. So it's a really important part of our process, of our businesses and of our lives, because the more that we're connected to that, the more we're going to have the passion. Because life is pretty boring without passion. So if we're not tapping into that, we get stuck in the day-to-day -day mundane things and lose motivation and interest in what we're doing. And we're not stepping towards our better selves and really growing both ourselves and our business. So it's really important to keep that with us. One of the things I do is have that vision board that I do every year. And it doesn't necessarily coincide with the calendar year. Sometimes it's a feeling into it. Maybe I'm still letting go of things that are up for me. Sometimes it's around my birthday. I do a numerology practice and I use the your birth year, your birthday as the start of that year rather than the calendar year. It's great to do some things around the calendar year and I feel much more resonance with my birthday and my personal year because that's when I find the energy shifts and I can feel that coming for a couple of months before. And so for example, I'm in a year seven right now, which is all about that internal processing to see what do I want in my life and tapping more into my gifting. And it's been a year of really going inward and doing a lot of cleanup in areas of my life with myself and with others. Who do I want to be associated with? It's like when I was in the gin community, it's who do you listen to? And what communities do I choose to be part of? This is all part of our dream because we do have some limits in our physical sense. So how are we going to use our time wisely? Are we frittering it away? Are we doing things that are really important to our lives and moving us forward into more kind of moving towards that growth edge of who we are and who we want to be? And it takes vulnerability, it takes courage, and it takes commitment to yourself and to what you want in life. So now I'm going to talk about the dreaming in the nighttime or when we sleep. And this is something I've been doing for many, many years. When I was in college, that was the first workshop and part of the process I started around dreaming. We did a dream journaling process. We worked on lucid dreaming and I was really open to it and I found it was fairly easy to do. At that time in my life, there was a lot of different books out on dream interpretation and a lot of them had specific items meaning specific things. And there is a bit of that. And at the same time, there was also kind of the gestalt thinking, which was those are symbols, personal symbols for you. 
So Carl Jung was a psychologist and he talked about archetype and often dreams are in archetype. So it could be a symbol to something else in your life. And so in Gestalt, people would actually move their body and actually play out what those pieces were in the dream. And other people would sit with just the symbols and kind of tap into their knowingness, sometimes looking at some of the archetypes in the world. For example, waters often are unconscious. So things like that. And then what happened, I moved into the training and power community where the dreams were not as important as I shifted vibration and would also get information in meditation. And that kind of balanced out. And now I have a combination of both. And what really excites me is with the work that I teach with the level one course, we actually give you dream positioning and ways to help you recall the dreams. And so for me, for example, I could go back and look at dreams that I hadn't been able to interpret and then better understand them. For example, I had one of those flying dreams when I was a teenager and preteen and it would be, I, I was being chased. And so I would be flying, but can I get high enough? And then sometimes I could, and sometimes I couldn't. So I was playing out my anxiety of the attacks and the trauma that I was dealing with in my life and didn't know how to process. I didn't have anyone to help me at that time to understand what was happening. And so this was a way for me to process that information. So I believe there are kind of two aspects to our dreaming world. There is that processing that we just need mentally and emotionally, psychologically. And we see this with people that don't have proper sleep people who work shift work. It shows that their lifespan is less. Often their sleeping is not as good. Studies show that our lifespan is decreased if we're not getting enough sleep. The One of the studies showed that with lack of sleep, it was equivalent to so much in drinking. So it, someplace, sometimes it was actually worse than having had a drink because our reflexes and everything slows down. And so we're not as sharp and as bright as we can be. And so there's that aspect where we really need this. Also alcoholics. So because alcoholics have, with the alcohol, it actually shifts our sleep pattern and we don't actually get enough deep sleep often. And, you know, if you're dehydrated and your health is not good, you're also going to wake up and not have proper sleep. So sleep is so important for not just that aspect, but also that larger part of ourselves, our spirit self, the messaging from our unconscious that we need in order to live the life that we love, both professionally and personally. And the Australian Aborigines talked about the power of dreams and that our dream time positioning at night when we're sleeping is actually more powerful than our personal life 
and what we do in our actual world, in the physical world. And so this is a very powerful place to manifest what you want and really influence your external world and have what you want. And so that's one of the reasons I love to teach this work is because having a system to do that makes it much easier to do. When we bring consciousness and awareness to something that we're doing, then it's so much easier. Without the awareness, how can we do anything about it? And so I had a really good lesson this week. I'd been doing some very deep personal work and really hadn't been having some really good sleep because there was stuff I was working out. And then I did this Oracle Palooza this weekend. And so I was really going deep into the unconscious and some of the things that were coming up for me and connecting to, to my spirit and, and those places where there is more knowledge than I can know in the moment. And getting back into that trust place with this information. So I had been feeling a bit where I really wasn't taking time for me. And this is an old pattern that led to the cancer and I'm very aware of and I need to be vigilant with myself because I can get into overwork mode and be a workaholic. And having a long weekend here this weekend, it was like taking that time, taking that time for Oracle Palooza, working on myself, not spending any time on any business items after that, doing self-care, having a nice bath with some Epsom salts and some scents and some calming music. And so I had this beautiful dream and I used to have this cat and we went through a lot together. We went through the cancer experience together. We went through divorce together and she was my rock. She was my unconditional love buddy and really helped me to learn that for myself because going through those things those were lessons that I had to learn and so she visited me in the dream and just loved me up and let me know I am lovable and to be kind and gentle with myself as I'm going through this deep emotional processing and the other part of the dream was I was with a friend of mine. He does trips in Africa and an amazing person has an orphanage, feeds 200 kids a year. So we were talking about something and we were had some chairs and I had a bag and I left it on the chair and we went down the hill to do something or to see something. And I thought, hmm, that's probably not the safest thing to do. My personal information is in that bag. But I was already down the hill and I thought someone could easily steal it. So a, a guy comes by and steals it and I'm thinking, I cannot get up the hill to get him. And instead of going into the terror of that, in my dream, I said, no, I'm going to choose differently. And so instead, I replayed the dream, went back, took my bag with me, 
and felt safe and secure and knew that no one could harm me. So this is my life of choice moment, even in my dreams. This is how much this work is permeating what I do. So by speaking and talking about a life of choice and really integrating that into me, I am bringing that into my dream time as well. So eventually, it's just like meditation. There is no gap. There is no barrier between what we do and our living awake time and our dream time. So this is a process. And so I invite you to look at that for yourself. Where can you have choice around your dreams, both sleeping and waking? And I invite you to join me in the course. The next one starts August 8th and they're ongoing and four weeks of your time to really feel better about yourself and use your internal information to get the answers that you need rather than looking to the external. And I see people gaining more focus, more understanding, more manifesting from a place of love instead of fear. So lots of love to you today. Have a fabulous day and week, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.